When I was younger, around the age of four or five, we lived in this giant old house that we rented. It was beautiful inside, all sorts of wood fixtures and whatnot. I don't really remember most of this story personally. This is all just what I've been told over the years. It had three bedrooms, so my sister, who is four years older than me, and I shared the largest upstairs. We would sleep in separate beds pretty close to each other. I always picture it like the old 50s couples that slept in the same room but in different beds. Anyhow, I always talked in my sleep and sometimes even sleptwalked. My sister would wake up at night to me sitting in front of the closet door having a conversation with someone. He just assumed I was dreaming and went back to sleep. This happened for months. One night, she woke up and I was sitting on the edge of the bed. She listened to me for a while as I had a conversation with someone about how I didn't really want to do that because it might hurt. She sat up at that point and asked what I was talking about and I just looked at her and smiled and then went back to sleep. She woke me up after that because she was freaking out a bit, but I had no clue as to what had happened. She eventually got sick of me doing things like that and mom and dad turned the downstairs study into her own bedroom. So then here I am in this huge room all by myself. I can remember the last time I wet the bed very vividly. I was in kindergarten and woke up to wet sheets. I was completely disgusted so I changed and went to sleep in my parents' room. For some reason that memory sticks with me but not the rest of the story. The next morning my mom was going to clean up my mess and I followed her telling her that there was nothing to clean up. I started talking about the old lady who came in my room last night and scolded me for wetting the bed. She tore the sheets off my bed and made me get up. She threw clothes at me from my dresser and made me go to sleep in my parents' room. Said she would clean it up for me. True enough, when mom got into my room the sheets were clean and my PJs that I had worn the night before were nicely folded sitting on my bed. Mom tells me now that she was a bit freaked out by this, but also thought I might be playing a joke on her. Nothing else out of the norm happens for a good while. I used to talk to my imaginary friend, which most kids my age did at the time. However, most people's imaginary friends were 90-year-old grandmas, but I always did have a good imagination so no one ever really thought much of it. One morning, my mom came in to wake me up for school, and I was nowhere to be seen. She looked everywhere for me, under the bed, in my toy chest, dollhouse, until she got to the back of my room where my closet was. She found me inside, surrounded by all of my stuffed animals, sound asleep. This became a normal occurrence. Either she or my dad would took me in and read my book and then find me in the morning with my stuffed animals in the closet. I remember getting in trouble for putting my toys in the closet but I still to this day don't know why I did it. In the opposite corner from my closet there was another door that had been shut and deadlocked by the owner of the house. We did not have access to the space as it was a stairway that led up into the giant attic he used for storage. I always remember that door freaking me out. There was just something about it that made me want to scream and hide under my blankets. 
The crowning moment of what I am calling this haunting is when I was upstairs playing with my Barbies in the dollhouse. I recall someone coming in the room and talking to me, but I don't recall what they said or even who it was. My mom was doing laundry downstairs and heard something loud drop upstairs, so she came to check up on me. She found me in my room. The door to the attic unlocked and wide open, and I was laying at the bottom of the steps crying. Apparently, I had gone up the steps and tripped on my way up and fell down the stairs. This never made sense to any of us, but no one really wanted to talk about it and still don't like to discuss it. How on earth did I get that door open when I would barely step foot close to it? Not only was it deadbolted, but they had one of those chains high up that I couldn't reach. I honestly don't remember being scared of anything but that darn door. Nor do I remember my invisible friend. My mom called the landlord to see if he had been in the attic and he swore up and down he hadn't been in that attic for years. She told him what happened and he was silent for a good bit. Then told mom that a little old lady had lived in that house. She was known for abusing the children she babysat and even forcing them to harm each other. The kids would lock themselves in the closet in my room to keep her away. She died one day when a kid ran away from her and went to hide in the attic. She got to the top and tripped. Broke her neck and back on the way down. So I guess she and some little kids were haunting me. I kinda wish I could remember more of it, but yet I'm sort of glad that I can't. I have looked for news articles or anything in the local library regarding this story and I've never found anything. I wouldn't be shocked to hear that the old landlord was full of crap and I just had a super crazy overly active imagination. Have you ever lived in an old house? Maybe you haven't, but I'm sure you've been in one at some point. Or at the very least, you've heard about them. They creak, they sometimes squeal, the windows bang. I grew up in an old house. Except ours was a little different. Cabinet doors would open themselves up at times. Uh, the door to the basement would open and sometimes shut itself. Random things. Nothing too crazy, but something just a little more than your regular old house settling. My mom always attributed these things to George. When the front door would unlatch and swing open, she would say, Well, I guess George needed some fresh air. Or when the pantry would open, it was, George must have wanted a snack. Part of these statements were teasing, possibly to lighten the eerie mood. But a small part of it was real. We were aware that these things had no logical explanation, but they were there. And no amount of denial would make them not exist. Like I said, this house was pretty old. It had a concrete block type walkway leading up to the front door. Over the years, this walkway was in pretty rough shape. Not too terrible in the summer if you were careful. But the winter, it became an up-and-downhill ice slide that was a bruised ass waiting to happen. One spring, my mom finally decided to fix it. It was a simple matter of 
pulling up the old and broken blocks, leveling out the ground and laying down the new ones. The process began with my grandfather going through and prying up old blocks and tossing them in his truck. Rough work until he got the last block. The one at the bottom of the stairs. It had text on the bottom of it. A name and some dates. Here lies George Townsend. This much later, I don't remember the dates. I want to say something in the 1850s. I don't even know if they made tombstones then. But this was one. And it was for George. Our George. Creepy, right? I'll never know what happened to George. I don't know how he died. I don't know who he was. I have no idea why he was buried so near to our house. Or how his headstone ended up paving our walkway and upside down. But I know that when things were weird, when something happened that you couldn't explain, somehow my mom knew it was George. Out of all the names that have ever existed, she knew it was George. Now, I could embellish this story and make it go insane at this point, and probably post it on no sleep. But that isn't the truth. George stayed with us over the years. We moved a couple times and within a few weeks, whether our old house or brand new construction, George kept opening those damn cabinets. He never bothered us, never did anything hurtful or frightening. He was just there. The inevitable time came. I was 21. I had just graduated college and my mom accepted a position 800 miles away from our home. I stayed. She left. George chose me. He's been with me ever since. Cracking doors and walking in the attic at night. My mom, on the other hand, got a whole new set. These guys, she never gave them a name, but these guys were assholes. Not mean and frightening, but just plain dicks. They would turn all the couch pillows upside down while she was at work. They would walk into a rarely used room that was freshly vacuumed, leaving footprints, going in but never going out. I knew there were at least two because she would hear a woman laughing at night, and the footprints were too large for women's feet. I don't know if there's something about us that attracts otherworldly beings, but we have them. And thankfully, I have George. I have a sense of calm after all these years. I think, in some way, maybe George protects me. Maybe we are some random attractors of ghosts and such, and for some reason George stays with me so I don't become some demon monster from hell. But there's one thing I know for sure. In 15 to 20 years... When my now three-year-old son grows and spreads his wings and leaves the nest, I hope more than anything that George picks him. I guess we will see what kinds of fun things I get then. Last night... A tad after midnight, 
I'm laying in bed, just getting ready to doze off. All the lights were off, and the only light was illuminating from the street light right outside my house. The neighborhood was finally quiet, having had a block club party a few hours prior. Perfect silence. The way my house is, there is a second landing that's open, with nothing but three horizontal banisters, about thighs height, to keep people from falling over. Most upstairs landings have walls, ours doesn't. We had our house remodeled shortly after moving in. Our bed is set against a wall and with the door open. I can clearly see the stairs that lead up to the second floor which are at a horizontal angle about 50 feet or so from our bedroom door. I must have dozed off for about an hour or so and I started dreaming about this creature. It had deep glowing red eyes. A long snout, bloody teeth that were literally razor sharp. It had blood, both dried and wet, all over its hairy body, and it walked on all fours. It had super long arms and legs. Halons are claws on its paws, and it was standing right in my doorway grinning at me. And it kept whispering, I'm coming for you. I'm a very light sleeper, so when I heard these soft footsteps on my stairs, I was on immediate alert. Because it sounded like someone was tiptoeing, as if not wanting to be heard. I sat up and was horrified by what I saw. There was a creature, exactly what I just described in my dream, crawling up my stairs. It was on all fours, and it was literally crawling up my stairs, very slowly, as if not trying to be heard. I started to panic. I started hyperventilating. I couldn't believe I was seeing what I had just dreamed. This thing has invaded my dreams, and now, my home. I opened my mouth to scream. And I couldn't. I tried to get up to run to lock my bedroom door to climb out of my window and I couldn't move. It, it, it was like I was paralyzed. In my struggle to move or scream, I, I, I didn't realize that this creature was standing right in the threshold of my door until I heard a small growl. I looked toward my door and this creature was slowly crawling towards me. Staring at me with those blood red eyes, with this disgusting grin on his face. Blood dripping from its teeth. I'm still struggling to move or scream, or at least wake my husband. And I can't move, I can't make a sound. This creature is right in my face now. I can smell its putrid and steamy breath. It's sniffing all around me. Sniffing my hair, my chest, my neck. I can't move or scream. It takes one of its sharp nails and slices at my nightgown, and it instantly falls down. It sticks out its tongue and 
It's long and slithering like a snake. Rough and bumpy. And it's licking up my belly. To my breasts. I'm crying now. I can feel the tears, but I still can't make a sound or move. All of a sudden, this thing forces itself on top of me and pushes me flat on my back and I instantly gasp. This is what wakes me. A dream inside of a dream. I am now able to move and speak. And I hear my husband saying something to me. I sat up in bed and he tells me he thinks I was fighting something in my sleep. That it looks like I was struggling. Not sure if this was a dream or if this was an incubus or sleep paralysis. I've never experienced this in any form before, so I'm freaked out. Creepiest part. My nightgown was sliced open and still hanging off my body. I've had a lot of paranormal experiences, but never anything like this. I am beyond frightened. Was I raped by an incubus? Was this sleep paralysis? Was it the old hag? What kind of creature did I see? Needless to say, I won't be getting much sleep anymore. I'm too afraid of what might happen next. Hello everyone. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Sir Midnight's World of Horror. I went through a name change because I just feel like that Tales from the Bud needs something, needs something new, if you know what I mean. This is just a few announcements that I wanted to make. I'm going to be trying to make more episodes for all of the fans out there, and I'm sorry that I missed the Christmas episodes. It's just, uh... Things got busy with work and other things, personal life stuff. But I promise 2021 is going to be the year of Sir Midnight's World of Horror. I'm going to try to make an episode every two, two or three weeks, and they're going to be longer episodes like this one. I appreciate all of your support. Thank you for that. And here's also another announcement. I will be streaming on YouTube under Charlie Taylor Films. That's Charlie Taylor Films. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I know it's totally different than what I'm doing here now uh, for the podcast, but I just wanted to let everybody know uh, just so that they can see what my daily life is like. I thank you all once again. And never forget... Don't sleep tonight.